Um, so I decided to hand over Taryn's fun fact or fiction, to be honest, we don't, we never know, <laughs> to uh, Mark because we're so excited to be in the studio again. And you guys always comment about how much you miss him. So take it away, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what so an I'm, intro. I'm going to preface this one. Uh, it's a little morbid, but it's, Love it. it, it's about the circle of life. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, gosh. oh, oh. There is a company that turns dead bodies into an ocean reef. Wait, what? Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. Ready? For those who romanticize a burial at sea, the company Eternal Reefs offers an innovative solution. It mixes the cremated remains of a person with concrete to create a pearl onto which loved ones can etch personal messages, handprints, and mementos. The pearl is then encased in a reef ball that is dropped into the sea where it provides a new habitat for fish and other sea life, helping encourage a vibrant ecosystem. Oh, what? Okay, but why is that a little bit I'm doing beautiful? That. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm there. I'm doing this. Yeah. We switched Done. from that sounds great. pure shock and panic to like, at first, Wait, I was like, like, like right that I was will. like, is that legal? Like, that sounds awful. But the more you talked about it, I was like, Wait, wait, they etch love messages <laughs> on the pearl. Wow, that's a great one, Mark. Thank you. Know you know what's funny is old New York subway trains were used for this, like on the East Coast, like off of the Maryland coast. This is oh. so much better than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow, that was a great Mental one. Mental note. Hats off. Hats off to Mark. I mean, I think, I think Taryn just lost her privileges. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
uh, when you're playing it immediately <laughs> backfires <laughs> oh shoot hello everyone welcome back to unsolicited what advice up? i'm ashley that's taryn we're here to advise you yes like normal um i just want to i just want to say this in the beginning Oh, because okay. I feel like normally I say this at the end when everyone's already dipped out. <laughs> if you no have, one dips out. If Ash. you have not yet written in a story, but you're sitting on one, like you know you have a good one, and and things keep coming up, or yeah. you keep forgetting, or or you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to share. One, that's what the anonymous is for. Yeah. Um, two, do it. Just. Just do it. Like Just we, do it. We want your stories, yes. good, bad, funny, serious. Like we want it all. Um. Can I say, I mean, we probably should have talked about this off mic, but I would love if we do an alternate up episode, like oh. all embarrassing oh, moments. Yeah. I think we all need. We sure do. We need an hour of just laughing we at sure others. We sure do. It's still, it's still so, a weird time to be alive and we could use more yes. laughter for sure. So if you have an embarrassing moment, a weird circumstance, mm-hmm. a weird fact about yourself that like people are like, what? Right in. Yeah. We want to hear it. It's time. We should do it. We should like compile. So we need just some, a turn guys. it up story yeah. would be funny. Like be or episode. Yeah. You get you, you know what I was saying. I knew what you were saying. How are you, Taryn? Um, I'm great. Today we actually are shooting a twofer. Tooth. Um and I don't know if it's because we're in the studio. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's the energy Mark is giving off. Oh, so much energy. So window. much energy. But I'm like, I feel great. I feel I great did too. Just open an energy drink, but I feel great. This is energy drink number two? No. Just one? Just one. Oh, nice. I mean, I had a coffee this morning. But I feel like I've been on a caffeine. I was just I was just telling a friend about this yesterday. I've been on a bad I've been on a bad one with caffeine. Yeah. I, I, you know, I feel like I've always been specifically through like college, I definitely had way too much caffeine. And then I think I kind of got it under control. I was more of like a two cupper. Yeah. Three cupper sometimes. But and I know that that sounds a lot, but it was like Curry coffee yeah you know nothing super strong it was it was a light roast um <laughs> a light roast but like as of lately I've been trying to I've been trying to wake up early which shameless self-promo I did a 5 a.m video on my YouTube channel Everybody which was go rough watch stuff it. rough stuff yeah um haven't I don't nothing in my life requires me to wake up that early in any way which is sick you know but I was like you know what let's let's I want to start creating like uh I've ugh, I want to start waking up earlier and creating this schedule for myself because I do work from home. I've worked from home for my whole life almost. And uh, it, I, I've read articles. I've listened to podcasts yeah. about how many amazing people wake up early. And I know that that's not for everybody, but I do think it's for me. The more I read about it, I think I could thrive in that situation. Yeah. So... <laughs> Because I'm in the transitional period <laughs> of trying to get myself to do that, um, I drink way too much caffeine right now. Yeah. I'm drinking a Celsius to get myself to the gym. I come home, I have a coffee, and then I have maybe another Celsius around two or three when I like the hit a wall, wall because yeah. I'm waking up early now. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, if, you know, sometimes another coffee, it just yeah. it depends on the day. And I, this isn't good. This isn't good. I mean, it's a slippery yes, slope. <laughs> but you are being active. You drink a ton of water. You eat healthy. So it still is not the best. Yeah. But I feel like you balance it out as much as you can. Yeah. But you what's know? happening for sure, for sure, is it's like. It's not affecting you Six as much. o'clock comes around and I'm done. Yeah. Like I'm tapped out. Uh-huh. I can't participate. Holding a conversation's hard. Wait, <laughs> is it still dark? I mean, because I wouldn't know. At If you wake up at five, is it still dark? Or like yes. what? 
time. I don't. I don't know like what the light. I know this because like. I I just did this. Um, I it's dark outside. Yeah, at see, five. I can't do that. It start. The sun was rising around like closer to six. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was. I will say, I I I woke up right away, and it was very nice. But that day specifically, I was I was done at four. Yeah. Oh like gosh. done. I'm not. Couldn't I can move. It's it's funny because like I feel like when you talk about morning people, there's like two definitions, right? It's mm-hmm. the people who thrive at like waking up early and they like have done devotions, their hair and makeup, their cooking, their blah, 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 all before like anyone else is up. Yeah. And then there's morning people who are like wake up and they're just in a great mood in the morning. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm the latter. Like mm-hmm. I can wake up early and I'm and I'm in a good mood. Like I'm not grumpy in the mornings. But if I had the choice, I would definitely rather sleep in. Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. Um, cool. I don't think there's anything I need to update anyone on. Should we uh, should we uh, do a turn it up? I think we should. Should we do a turn it up jingle? I don't. I'm not prepared. And a one. And I'm a two. Not prepared. And a three. You just gotta go for it. I don't. You I just gotta I spit something to, out. I need to like nail down this thing. I don't want to keep just like tearing it up. Segment. I took over. It's the pop. <laughs> it's the pop for me. Um, okay, guys. Uh, as you guys know, the Turn It Up segment is a funny story. Um, and we love the funny stories. This is usually like an embarrassing moment or whatever that you guys send in. And Taryn and I live for it. Yes. This one is titled, I went to school with cat puke on my pants. Ew. Is that the whole story, basically? Essentially. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hey, Ash and Taryn. My name is Alyssa, and I am almost caught up with the podcast, and your podcast makes my days at work fly by, and I'm very appreciative of that. I have a story that is embarrassing and very hilarious. Are you okay? Uh Uh-oh. I had a peanut butter snack. Can I tell the people? Ashley, fun fact about Ashley. She will aggressively choke like all of a sudden yeah sometimes <laughs> my, my voice was yeah. like, <laughs> sometimes like she'll just literally be standing there and then all of a sudden but it's not just like it's choking so it's like convulsed coughing and like her eyes are watering she has to like run to my another face room turns red it happened recently it happens all the time and sometimes it's when you're drinking but sometimes literally you're just standing there. it's like the wrong pipe yeah um, like I had an almond butter snack <laughs> like five minutes before starting this episode and I could feel it. <laughs> and oh, it was gosh. tickling. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm so sorry. Anyways, that's I can never fact. I can never fact, keep my you. cool. I can never keep my cool. When no, that literally happens. I had it was like my brothers and a couple friends over the other day <laughs> and she literally went to say something and breathed in and then just was like <laughs> <laughs> and then like had to run in the other room and everybody was looking at me. I was like, Oh, this is no this is fine. She happens all the time, she's fine. <laughs> Don't worry Is she about good? It. I was like, she's fine. <laughs> she might be dying in the other room, but she's fine. <laughs> uh, anyways, back to the turn it up. Um, she says, I am an Enneagram too. Hey, Taryn. Hey. And I'm from Wisconsin. So let's get into my story. So my parents, whenever they do laundry, would fold it on our living room floor so that they can watch TV during the folding process. Honestly, genius. Mm-h. And it was each of our responsibilities to get our clothes by the end of the day. So literally me growing up. Really? Yeah. Wow. My dad would throw all the clothes would go out on the couch. Actually, by the TV. I'm pretty sure I've been over 
Yes, when that's that like the laundry. Like the shirts will be laid on there, piles of laundry, and then usually it's done while watching TV. And it would always be like a make sure you get your clothes before bed. Yeah. And one of the times I got in so much trouble because my dad is very like, it's like you just, he he demands respect without having to demand respect. He's just one of those people. Like you don't my have to know him. My aspiration in life. <laughs> yes. Like you just, you just know like I need to be respectful to this guy. Mm-hmm. Like it's so weird. So he had a very Bit, there was a big thing of how you responded to him was mm-hmm. crucial. And so one of the times my piles of laundry were there and he had told me a few times and finally I snapped back with my, like, you know, when you're like younger, you're like, uh-huh. okay. Like one okay. of those. I never did it again. <laughs> it, was, it was not good. <laughs> I was, I was in trouble. I need to channel more of but, my inner mystery. Yeah, you should. You should. Yeah. Everyone should. Yeah. But that was the whole thing. Like, Folding while watching TV, and then your piles of clothes, you had to get your clothes and take them. Yeah. Which is so That's interesting. Growing up, I never, no one folded. I was just, I did my laundry and I just dumped it in my room and then I just like crammed it in drawers. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I can't see you doing that. Yeah. When did you channel your inner like aesthetic, everything's put together? Honestly, I was pretty clean as a kid. High school was, it definitely got dirtier. Um, and just messier in general, not dirtier, but like stuff on the floor or whatever. Messy and dirty are two completely something, different things. Yeah. Something yeah. that's, that I think I've never really noticed before, but is very true. My bathroom has always been very clean. Yeah. My room, like stuff ends up on the floor. It's whatever it, it happens, but my, my room's usually pretty put together. Um, but if it gets messy, it, it, it's, it's just life. That's how it is. My bathroom, however, has to be like, yeah, very clean. Yeah. Um, I don't know when that happened, but yeah. Huh. We're on a tangent. We're on a very big tangent. <laughs> this is episode. What's episode? Episode two. Probably. Episode. Um, so yeah, she said that it was each of the responsibilities to get their clothes by the end of the day, which Taryn can relate to. She can also relate because she's an Instagram too. Yep. You guys are the same person. Yep. Okay, anyways. I did write this. <laughs> well, at the time, I was only in third grade, and I was notorious for just leaving it out in the living room on the floor all the time. One day I grabbed some clothes off the floor and got dressed for school one morning. I had to ride the bus and there was always this girl who didn't get along, who I didn't get along with the best, but we always seemed to sit near each other because we were the same age and were in the same grade. I remember walking on the bus wearing jeans and a bright pink top walking to my seat and I set my backpack next to me and was getting my mp3 player and headphones out while the girl I don't get along with said ew what's that on your leg I looked at her confused and then I looked down and I wanted to get off the bus so fast and never go back to school ever again I had actual dried cat puke on my leg I'm laughing while writing this because not everyone can say that this has happened to them (laughs) I tried to play it off because I didn't know what to do I'm pretty sure I told her that it was mud (laughs) 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 that's something I totally would have been like I would have been like oh it's just dirt I was, you, I was sitting in the dirt before I picture you on the bus. being the queen of like making up any excuse oh, to like yeah. oh I would have gone as far as to be like oh yeah I was sit- I was playing in the mud before I got yeah. <laughs> on the bus this morning wait wait can I tell one small story yeah I'm gonna put a pin in you and this the best lie I ever heard was this girl came to school one day 
with I'm not joking her bangs were an inch they were so short and across her forehead it no. looked so bad oh my and gosh so of course I just everyone, of 10, 15 yeah yeah of course everyone's like asking her what happened and yeah. she straight up said like stuck to this story for years she was like oh yeah I was sleeping and my dog chewed my bangs off. <laughs> I was like what we were in high school like yeah. it's not like we were like little it's not kids like elementary school when you come up with weird stuff like, like that bro, all the time your dog straight corn on the cob your bangs <laughs> like perfectly straight just like ah, ah, ah. i was like come on i remember on. my mom caught me once with a hickey on my neck you had a hickey yeah wow I can't and i told that. her she asked what was that and i said i fell <laughs> just perfectly <laughs> i remember my sister looked at me and was like you idiot <laughs> like, how did you fall like you didn't do so the typical like i burned myself with a curling or something iron. Yeah. no she told she told her friend that it was mud she said but she she said but the problem with that was that you could clearly see the cat food Ew, dude you know when you That's know when gross. it's like still like kibble like the pieces no, i mean we always know which dog threw up because charlie eats different food compared to chloe yeah. and rosie yeah i'm Sometimes like oh that's tell. just full-blown chunks it's disgusting um so she continues um so to all of you listeners never leave your clean clothes on the floor if you have a cat or any other animal in the house <laughs> for that fact because you never know when they'll like puke on it which i have had experience with dogs they'll like pee on stuff yeah yeah, and I'll I won't notice if I put it on right away. So that's why you yeah. always have to smell it. You literally just put a blanket on the other day, and you were like, "I was like, that like smelled like pee." <laughs> yeah. Um, she continues. Ooh. I have several other funny stories that I can write in, but this was the first one that I decided to share. Thank you for reading my story, and hopefully, it made you laugh. Keep doing what you guys do, and I am happy yet a little sad that soon I will be all the way caught up with your podcast. But we'll it's tune in whenever you guys post. Love, Alyssa. Oh, I love that. I fully, <laughs> I fully relate to that on the podcast realm of like, yeah. I get into a show and I'm obsessed. So I'm listening like multiple times a week to episodes. And then all of a sudden I'm caught up and I'm like, what am I going to do with my yeah, life? Yeah, I hate that it's too. Me and Taryn, are, we're, our favorite thing to do is binge shows, binge mm -hmm. podcasts. I remember um, Mark actually pre-pandemic like recommended a podcast to us and both of us finished it within like two days. Oh my God, yeah. And I remember every time that I do this to myself, I'm always like, Ashley, could you have just like taken your time, yeah. like listen enjoy to it. it once a day, you know, one episode a day, like enjoy the process. But I, I never can because I'm too yeah. caught up in the story and I have yeah. to know. And but it that's gets like me the every whole, time. Especially episodes where it's like a story. Mm hmm. That's why they're so brilliant. Like, and I remember Kurt, I think I've talked about this, Kurt Sutter said he wrote every episode of Sons of Anarchy as yes. a season finale. Like yes. that was his approach of everything. So every episode ended in this way that you're like, what? Like yeah. screaming at the TV. And then of course it draws you to be like, I have to see the next episode soon, you know? Yeah, yeah. that's similar to um, the writers of Game of Thrones. They said the same thing. Like they, they were like, we want you to think that anyone can die. Yeah. Like anyone is Terrible. up is up for grabs, you know. Like you, we people. want you to like be scared to root for someone. Yeah, I forget the exact verbiage, but it was something like that. Yeah. And I was like, "Well, you did a damn good oh, job." No, they nailed that. <laughs> like, they I, definitely nailed every that. time. I was like, "I wanna, I want that to happen," but I'm scared. Like yeah. I don't want to do it. No, Anyways. it's crazy. How <sighs> another, another tangent. Let's um, another episode. Jump another into tangent. Stories. <laughs> we 
We've only been talking 16 minutes. I honestly I feel, feel like, like I've got, been here forever. Done a lot. It's the caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that one episode we took multiple energy drinks? Yeah. And then I listened back to the episode and I literally called Ashley in and I was like, dude, we sound like we're straight up on drugs. We did not we take We were talking so fast. So. Yeah. I don't know if that's happening now. Sorry. I feel like that could be fun to listen to if you on like a Monday morning, like headed to work. But if you listen to us at night, like you would probably like a chill. Like overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll do like a, a late night unsolicited advice late where night. we we do low voices bus. that are like what's that like what's sexy that jazz name late at from, night. Uh, Coast one oh three. Coast one oh three now tuning in. We have Sarah who just wants you to know, Brad. Wherever you are, she's thinking of you. Or we get into ASMR. <laughs> Should we? Mm-hmm. Option. And then my laugh <laughs> right after. <laughs> okay. We won't um, do that. <laughs> my story, unless you want it. <laughs> Again, you tell all us. we're trying to do is get famous. So. Just- <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app. Or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. My story is called Twin Troubles. Bum, bum, bum. It literally says that. I appreciated it. Okay. Um, This is from Anonymous. And they write, hi, Ashley and Taryn. Actually, it says Taryn and Ashley. I don't know why I put your name before mine. A before T. I guess. Bestest. Hi, Taryn and Ashley. First, I just wanted to say how happy I am that you have made a podcast that people feel safe sending in stories about any topic and you will listen and give them advice. I love that. That literally is our, um, what's it called? Uh, Like companies have their something statement. Message. Mission 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 statement. statement? Yeah. Yeah. That's our mission statement. And our message. Yeah. And our message statement. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, so a little about me. I want to stay anonymous, but I'm going to be an incoming freshman in high school this year. My Enneagram is still undecided, and I seem to be stuck in between a nine and a two. Oh, interesting, because we happen to be nines and twos. Yeah, we got you. Plural. Um, hopefully you can give me <laughs> advice on my Enneagram as the story goes on. Anyway, on to the story. Honestly, my biggest advice for if you can't figure out what you are, mm-hmm. don't get stuck in that because we all have different numbers that can be part of who we are. I would just find in-depth descriptions of each Mm. and when you have time sit and read it and then the one that makes you the most uncomfortable or that you're the most like oh my gosh that's me then just claim that number you don't have to have a test tell you i was gonna say um i'm going to assume that you've only been taking tests i highly recommend a book i've said this in the enneagram episode but the road back to you is incredible and that's how i found mine everyone told me i was a two really and then i read nine and sobbed yeah and was like there she is yeah 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 also um i know it's i mean it feels stupid to spend 12 dollars on an online test but if you haven't paid for the official one that was the one that finally like mapped everything out for me so just a little tidbit dive on in kids so i have a twin sister who i have a love hate relationship with Mm. as lots of siblings do As we are twins, my sister and I have grown up doing a lot of the same things, wearing lots of the same clothes, having lots of the same friends, which is why I wrote this email today. Because we are in the same grade, it is hard for me to find friends that my sister is not already friends with and vice versa. It's not that we can't be friends with the same people. It's just that it feels hard to be able to trust my friends with stuff when they can just turn around and tell my sister everything I just said. Mm. Anyway, so especially this year, I found my group of friends that I love to death and want to go through high school with. But the only problem is somehow my sister found her way into my friend group. I don't know if it's just because it's hard to be friends with a twin and feel like you have to invite your sister everywhere or what. Like I said, I love my sister, but I don't want to do everything with her all the time. I hate the feeling of not being liked or appreciated and don't want my friends to feel like they can replace me at any time with my sister. Mm. I don't want to start a conflict because I'm the only one who has a problem with this, but I don't know what to do. Any advice would be helpful. Love, Anonymous. Oh, wow. We got another uh, unique situation we've never talked about. Yeah. I love it. Twin drama. Um that's that's very interesting because if I were a twin, I would have a very hard time not having yes, my space. Would. I would not do it well. I wouldn't want to be clumped together with someone. I would want my own set of friends. I wouldn't want to dress the same. There's yeah. so many things that would bother me about yes that everything about that. Um, yeah, so I is, can't imagine like not being stuck, but just constantly being yeah. grouped together in that way. That would be really hard if you have feelings that I have. Well, which is interesting because, I mean, I feel like one of the reasons that you are like that, like she does not like matching. She does not like she wants her things to be hers. And I I always associated that with you grew up with a sister who's close in age. So you guys probably did get lumped together in a lot of stuff. All the so time. it's like you want your own independence. Yeah. Because of that. Whereas like I don't mind doing all that stuff. But I grew up with brothers where, like, we couldn't share. I mean, I sold their clothes. But, like, we didn't share clothes. We didn't have the same activities we were involved in. Yeah. So it's almost like I long for that. Like, 
I love matching. I love like sharing things. Yeah, I never so, thought about it that way. Yeah, so That's it so makes true. I feel like you can relate a lot to that feeling of being like overwhelmed. But I will say when it comes to friends, that I definitely can see I would have a hard time with too, especially if that person, like your sister, is someone you need to vent about, which sounds like you do have a relationship where you need to vent about her. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a hard thing when, like, you vent to someone and then you have to turn around and watch them just interacting with that person because it's like you want some people that are just on your side. Like, that's all you want, you know? No, 100%. And I, I do, I feel like I really do relate a lot. Obviously, you're on a much deeper harder level than mine but yeah me and my sister are three years apart we've shared our closets our whole lives we were always called the girls mm-hmm. I would be in school everyone would call me Alicia everyone would call her Ashley yeah um, everything kind of like got blurry between us and I think I, I don't think that's a hundred percent why but both of us created very different styles and created yeah. very are very different like personalities and I I know that those are our personalities like at our core but I think it's it would be interesting to know like how how much we leaned apart in order to find our own uniqueness yeah. does that make sense no of course and I think it's funny because even um like I've mentioned before I work a lot with like younger kids and like kind of I'm the person that comes in when there's issues and tries to like brainstorm how to fix it so like I've been involved in quite a few situations with twins Mm -hmm. where you'll have one of the twins is not talking and the other one talks a lot. And when you watch their dynamic, it's because the one feels like they don't have to say anything because the other one talks for them. Mm -hmm. So even in like childhood, there's like development that happens to where you become codependent and it can sometimes be like hurtful because you're not able to grow in certain areas because you're overshadowed by someone else. So like one of the things... I always recommend to parents is, you know, your twins are home together all day. They do all these things like separate them in classes. So they have at least school to like fully develop into their own individual person too. Yeah. And so it's funny because I think even, I mean, that can relate to even getting older. And I think that's what anonymous is like feeling that need to do is it's hard not to feel overshadowed or, just be assumed that you're just like someone else when you're in a situation like that. And so needing that independence of a friend group is so important. Like I can't imagine having friends that were just like so intertwined with my home life too, or like vice versa, vice versa. Sorry. Um, so I, I, I'm saying this to say like anonymous, I don't think this makes you a bad person because Mm -hmm. you're like, I want my own space or anything like that. It's not selfish. No. And I would be curious to see how your communication is with your twin, because I would be curious if she has the same thing. Like if you sat and really talked to her and we're like, hey, like we're starting fresh this year. Um, I really love these friends. And of course, like I want you to come to things. I want you to be involved. But I feel like all of our life is intertwined. And I would love if like we had different circles too, like so I felt like like this is mine and you have something that feels like this is yours. Mm-hmm. And it would just be interesting to see how she interacts with that. You yeah, know, I'm curious because I wouldn't be surprised if the reason that she talks so much um, and, you know, with the friends and, and like follows does the same stuff as you um, 
is is because like it doesn't bother her. Yeah, and like way. you're her comfort in a way. But it yeah. could also very well be the opposite where it bothers her too. And that's why she like talks first or yeah. like wants to like be more expressive or, you know, hang out with the friends more or yeah. take your friends. Because like she's like trying to compensate for the same feeling, but mm-hmm. in the opposite direction, yes. possibly. That's mm-hmm. a huge possibility. I will say, I don't know why, but I grew up knowing so many twins, mm-hmm. <laughs> sets of twins in school. Really? I knew so many. Um, I think at one point there were like, I don't know, a lot, like a lot. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure you know this more than even, I'm sure you already know this, um, but it is so common yeah between twin siblings um i've known a cu- one specific uh pair of twins that were inseparable mm. and it was just it was the weirdest thing and they would say it themselves they'd be like it's weird we get along i don't know why you yeah. know um but 90 percent of the time with siblings is you just don't want to be shadowed in any way yeah. even me and my sister i my sister is really good at being able to talk clearly cohesively um very articulately She'll say it within moments of, you know, within the conversation. I can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so 90% of the time, especially when it comes to like work stuff, she does the majority of the talking. Do I wish she'd take a second to breathe so that I could insert my opinion? <laughs> yes. But in general, she's better at that than I am. Yeah. So I, we've kind of come to this place where she, I just kind of default to her talking because she's going to say what I'm going to say. Yeah. Like I'm thinking the same thing, but she's going to say it first because she's comfortable with that. And I need a second to kind of like prepare my thoughts. Mm -hmm. So inevitably I sit there quietly. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes looking like a dumbass. (laughs) And and I have to like work on being like, I mean, sometimes I even make it a joke and I throw my hand up. Yeah. I'm like, can I, can I say something? You know, because that's how good she is at communicating. Yeah. Um, And yeah, that bothered me a lot growing up. I've gotten better at it. And there's been times I've had conversations with her and she's even recognized sometimes she's been like, I'm doing all the talking, like, sorry, Ashley, go, Mm -hmm. you know? And I I do think that that comes with age, obviously. Um, But yeah, I think, I think clue her in on how you're feeling and just being like, hey, I love you. You're my sister. We're family. You're in my life for good. Like, that's not changing, but I need to, I need need space. space. Yeah. Also, I mean, I think it's kind of interesting that you initially said, like, you know, with this friend group, if you said something, they just turn around and say something to her. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of like a red flag to me, too, because yeah. I feel like friends, like, there should be that trust element of, Absolutely. like, understanding there's going to be times that you need to vent and that needs to be, like, confidential between you guys. So I would, like, explore that a little more, too. Like, what about them makes you think that they will just say something? Or have they? Or, or is have this something they? that you're assuming they would do? Yeah, or is it something where you can sit and just say, you know, like, hey, like, I know my sister's been hanging out and, like, have, like you guys are friends with her, too, but, like, I... You know, there's going to be times where, like, I just need to, like, vent and, like, I just want to make sure, like, that you're comfortable with that or whatever. Also, like, you're just starting high school. And I will say, like, my number one piece of advice for anyone who's, like, just starting high school, just starting college, just starting a new job, whatever. Get involved with stuff. Like, I would would look at the clubs your school has. I would look at the sports your school has. And without talking to your sister about, like, what she wants to do, like – 
join a club. Like mm-hmm. even just, I think, I think what you're seeking is some form of independence. Yeah. So I think that that can be arranged in different ways. And that's what those clubs are there for is to help yes. you find your thing. And I also think like, maybe you need like a different friend, like that's outside of school, outside of everything. So I don't know if there's like, you know, a club in your city or like a youth group or like whatever, but Sports. I would just start like finding different things to get involved in that will help kind of like get you out of that like rut where you feel like everything I do, my sister's involved with. Yes. And if she questions it, I would just tell her that be like, honestly, it has nothing to do with you. I, need to do this for I me. just have been feeling this like need for independence. And so I'm exploring it and that's it. Like it has nothing to do with you. I love everything else we do, but I just, I feel like I need to figure out like who I am apart from you. Yeah. And she can't take that personally. Yeah. If she does, then that's, kind of on her as long as you articulate that the way Taryn did for sure Um, and I know that making friends can be daunting and overwhelming and scary but I think the best thing you can do is use the yes mentality I don't know if you ever saw what was that movie yes man yes man Mm -hmm. Um, obviously not to that extent but like if there's a social gathering and you get social anxiety you don't necessarily want to go but you know you could probably make a friend there say yes you got to go, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't want to necessarily join this club by yourself and not know anyone, say yes. Anyways, worst mm-hmm. case is you go once you hate it. You don't go back, but you got to put yourself in situations to meet new people. Yeah. And I fully agree. I'm excited for you to I'm find excited. that person that is just yours. Yes. That you can be like, her. hey, I'm going to vent about my sister. You better not tell her. She'll be like, I would never. You know, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. what we're looking for for you. No, for sure. Thank you so much, Anonymous, for writing in. Good luck with everything. I have a feeling you're gonna you're gonna find your way. High school is like an exciting time to like. I mean, who I the person I was when I started high school versus the person I was when I came out of high school are two completely different oh, yeah. people. So I think there's so many possibilities. Just be open to it. Mm-hmm. Be brave and communicate with your sister. And absolutely, I think be great, absolutely. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you guys have not heard of Book of the Month, where have you been hiding? Me and Ash are both on the journey of trying to be readers. She's definitely there. I'm on my baby steps way there. So obviously we were so pumped to partner with Book of the Month because their mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. And guys, they literally make it so easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick the five to seven of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you cannot go wrong. And they offer great prices on new release hardcover fiction, much cheaper than other options. Shipping is always free and it's super fun. Books are delivered in a bright blue box, a fun app to pick your book and track reading process is available, and they have reading challenges with rewards. 
My December read was so epic. It was called Butcher and Blackbird. And let me just read the little sentence they give you that totally sold me. Serial killers need love too. Don't take our word for it. Read this biting, steamy, and edgy murderers to lovers tale. Like, come on. Like, it totally sold me. If you guys would like to check out Book of the Month, just head on over to bookofthemonth.com to pick a book and join Book of the Month. For a limited time, you can join and get the first book for just $5. Just use code unsolicited. Again, that's bookofthemonth.com, code unsolicited. Happy reading. Hello, everyone. It's Taryn and Ashley from Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. Okay, we're going to go ahead and get into my story. Um, This one is also uh, from Anonymous. And uh, this one is titled Besties and Business Partners. Love it. Which I was just like, this is an interesting topic. Let's dive right into it because we're besties and business partners. So, you know, couldn't have asked a better duo. (laughs) Hello, ladies. I love you and your podcast so much. I just I'm I just like face planted into my mic. Oh, so sorry. It like got me a little bit. Sorry, Mark, I made a noise. Go ahead. Oh, shoot. It has helped the most long work days become so much better. I appreciate and love you and your support. Let me get into my story. To start, I'm a type two Enneagram, Taryn. Hey. And I wanted to tell you that so that you know where I'm coming from. LOL. My best friend and I started a podcast earlier this year. Uh, that's us. That's us. Except we're like, how many years in? Because we're, we're so professionals. professionals. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, she said, uh, shout out to her own podcast if you want to listen. It's called Soul Wind Podcast. Soul Wind? Soul Wind, Soul. yes. Uh, we've talked about it for years, and it's honestly been a dream of mine for a while. My bestie has kids and is going through a lot of marital problems. So I know that a lot of her time isn't for me and the podcast. But I am ready to start taking things to the next level business-wise. I'm really nervous because right now, I do the majority of the work. And lately, I've been getting pretty frustrated. We both have full-time jobs, and on top of that, we have our podcast, but I'm the one who gets all of our guests, edits the episodes, and then has to ask her if she can post on our social media. That's what we agreed she'd be in charge of. I try to be understanding because she does have a lot on her plate, but I'm just not sure how to approach her. She apologizes to me often about how I do a lot of the work, but she never does anything to change. I could really use your advice, especially because I feel like you know so much about the work that goes into editing and recording and all that fun stuff. I hope to hear this on the pod, but if not, it's okay too. I just love y'all so much. XOXOXO. Anonymous. Dang, that's hard. I, oof, this is just, it doesn't matter if you're a student or you're working, there's always someone for the majority of time that is doing a little bit more. Yeah. And it, I mean, that's why group projects were the worst. And that's oh, yeah. why that's that has ended friendships, that has ended, you know, um, business partners. Like, it's it's just something that is normal. And unfortunately, 
Um, you kind of have to like bob and weave with stuff like that. Yeah. Like there's been times, obviously, Taryn and I aren't perfect, that Taryn's yeah. done more. And there's been times where she was in a place and I had to do more. And yeah. that's kind of, there has to be some kind of understanding where life happens mm-hmm. and you pick up for the other person. Exactly. Um, but obviously, if this is happening over and over again, it gives you the right to say something. Yeah. Um, this is obviously difficult if she's going through a lot with like marriage stuff and she has kids too. Her priorities simply aren't going yeah. to be the pro- the podcast first. If Taryn was married with kids, her priority wouldn't be the podcast first yeah, because it's, it's just one so of those different. things like family mm-hmm. family comes first yeah. with stuff like that. I'd be over here like probably doing the majority of the work because I'm over here like work first, yeah, yeah, <laughs> super yeah. single, you know. <laughs> um, and, you know, but... I think what needs to happen is you need to sit her down and just be like, listen, I'm so sorry that you're going through this stuff. You have to put that first, like Mm -hmm. empathize, apologize, like let her know that you're there for her as a friend and then be like, I'm gonna throw on my business hat for a second. We need to, we need to change something because this is supposed to be 50, 50. I don't mind covering sometimes, but I'm doing like 80% of the work here and I have a full-time job. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh. No, I fully, fully agree with everything you just said. And I think it's funny because I think me and Ash are very unique because I think we have this way and we like always joke about like if you see me and Ash like interact like in our house, right? Like like even like we're like cooking or doing the dishes or something like we're just very like symbiotic. Like we just kind of like pick up and do things like if you're doing something, I'll come in and help. Like if I'm doing this, like you'll hand me something before I even ask for it. So we have this way of like kind of just feeling where each other's at. Mm-hmm. And I think too, like we've been lucky to where I feel like our passion for the podcast has always been pretty equal. And then times where like we would mess up, the other one was also like, I'm so sorry, like I haven't been doing much. So like we, I don't think we've dealt with something where we were like stark opposites, right? Like right. where I was like not giving any effort, you were giving all of it and you were frustrated with me. We have had a lot of, okay, we're we're both falling off in like certain ways. Like how can we, like our brainstorming sessions are really valuable. So that I, that's why I think what Ashley said was so good of like seeing it as more of a, if you're already saying like you understand why she's not giving effort because of her marriage and her kids and everything like that. Maybe like it doesn't have to be this conversation of being like, hey, you don't do anything. You know what yeah. I mean? But it can simply be like, hey, I feel like our social media presence, I feel like our editing, I feel like our recording, like everything feels a little out of like control. So I would love to sit and realistically talk about what we think we could each handle. Mm -hmm. And then in that meeting, you can say stuff like, hey, like I've noticed social media is hard for you. Like you're not, you don't post regularly. Like, can we start using like Canva, right? Is Canva the one you can like yeah, post yeah, yeah. ahead of time? Can we start using Canva and like maybe on Saturdays, like you can sit and plan the post for the whole week and like. Oh, you mean yeah. scheduled posts? What is it? Yeah, what's like it called? Like or yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Planoly. Yeah. yeah, like some some type of a platform to where she can do, like dedicate an hour yeah. when she has like the, the kids are time. napping or something to have pre scheduled out posts for the week. Like be yeah. realistic. Maybe like, you split that subscription. Yeah, like me and Ash right away, I was sucking at posting on socials. So I was like, hey, I'll take the YouTube, which is a huge chunk that Ash was like, I don't want to post on YouTube, you know? So it's it's finding like what works for both of you, seeing if like 
there's even outside people outside of the two of you like we have Lex helping us we have obviously Mark that does like our editing and stuff like that and even I mean I know not everyone's able to do that but I think it's getting creative to see like okay we're acknowledging there's a lag like yeah. what can we do to step this up you yeah. know like obviously the social media it sounds easier mm -hmm. than editing but in retrospect, you have to post every day. It's and time you have consuming. To, you have to yeah. be active on it and respond to comments and post not only in-feed photos, but stories yeah. and reels. And it's a lot. So maybe it would be easier for her to sit down for an hour and edit the episode. Yeah. So maybe maybe offer her the option of trying something else. Yeah. Um, because if, you're, if we're looking for growth, unfortunately... <laughs> Social media plays a very big role yeah, in that. Yeah, it really does. Um, so maybe, maybe, maybe throw up the option for her to switch roles. Yeah, I agree. Um, I do think it's really important the whole like switching hats from friend to um, coworker is really important. That's something that me and my sister would have to do when we first started working together. It was rough, mm -hmm. and there was a lot of. Um, sibling stuff that would get in the way yeah. of us working, and so whenever we would have talks about it. It would be like, okay, sister hat. Yeah. How can I help you? How are you feeling unheard? You know, like, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Getting to the emotional stuff, getting to the relationship stuff. Just and so then important it's like, cool. to address first. Yeah. yeah. I hear you. I support that. We're going to, you know, challenge, challenge each other in that mm -hmm. way, but also like be there for each other. And then it's like, okay, now we're taking off the emotional hat and let's put on the business hat. Yeah. You're not doing your part. Yeah. And we need to fix it. it. It's fully. Address the emotions. Make sure she feels heard and understood because she's going through a lot. And then once that's done, you can step aside, move that away, the emotions away and be like, okay, work, work wise. We're lacking here, here, here yeah. and here. Here's our numbers. How do we fix it? Yeah. Like as a team, we need to figure out a better solution. Fully. And I think too, like those conversations, I always recommend to people do a simple asking permission question. Mm -hmm. um, I think it sets it up to just be like, hey, can I be honest with you about like what I've been frustrated about? Or like, hey, can we have an honest conversation about whatever? I think when people feel like they have a say in like what's about to happen, mm -hmm. it helps. Yeah. So even just using the word conversation yeah. instead of talking at her. Yeah. Like, hey, can we just like I would love to like brainstorm this. Also, like it might have to be something that if you see like, OK, if I want this podcast to keep going, she's not capable of like giving any effort so I'm realizing I'm gonna have to do the majority of the work and maybe that means like compensation has to be split or yeah. you know if you guys are getting any income in from the podcast that like you're getting a majority of it and that's an awkward conversation to have but I think that if you're able to like Ash said like strip the emotion and be like hey like I know things are hard for you like I know you're not able to commit to a lot of stuff so you can try to find, oh my gosh, I almost knocked that over. Um, You can try to find ways that she can pitch in more or simply just be like, okay, well then, you know. Yeah, and there's a lot of options. I was going to say the same thing. Um, if if there is money involved, then if you're doing more work, you should make more money. Yeah. It's a simple rule yeah. <laughs> that we no, all follow totally. yeah. um, that is easy to fall back on. Um, if there is no money involved... I wouldn't want to jump to this right away, but maybe this is your podcast and she's more of a sidekick. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think there's options and I don't think you should jump to them right away. I think you should obviously try to work this out with her and try a few 
a few solutions, you know, mm-hmm. j- try new things to, to make it work and brainstorm together. But those are viable, very realistic, not selfish yeah. solutions. I would even that start. That would make me feel better. Oh, fully. I would even start the convo and just be like, hey, I, I'm just going to be honest from like where I'm standing. Um, I know you're going through a lot and like you, I, I understand that you haven't like had time, but like you're not, you know, you're not editing, you're not doing the socials. Like it's hard to even get you to record. Is this still something you want to be a part of? Cause I can do my own thing. Yeah. yeah. And then I think that creates freedom. Maybe she's like overwhelmed and just doing it cause she feels like she asked to. And maybe like that will sever that so that you can find someone who's able to give yeah. the same amount of energy or maybe for her, honestly, if someone asked me that, like if you ever said that, because I love the podcast so much, if you were ever like, hey, is this still something you even want to do? I'd be like, oh my God. Like, have, I, have I let I this panic. get to this? Yeah. yeah. And then for me, that would have me switch right away to be like, no, like I'm so sorry that that's the vibe I've been giving. Like, what can I do? Right. You know? And if this is something that maybe she is passionate about it, but now it's just not a good time, yeah. then she can bow out for a bit and and this be a solo. Maybe you do like a solo series. Maybe she needs a break. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe she comes back later on in the future. Maybe she doesn't. Maybe you find someone else. Um, everything is a huge possibility for you, but first you have to just have it. that conversation, mm-hmm. empathize with what she's going through. And then fortunately, when it comes to business talk, it's easy because everyone knows if you're doing more, yeah, there's a problem. If one person's doing all the work, there's a problem, yeah. you know? So I think once you sort the emotional stuff, the business conversation will actually be Fully. a lot easier because you're done with the emotions mm-hmm. and you can be straight to the point. Yeah. Like, let's look at our numbers. When was the last time you posted? Yeah. That's a problem, you know? No, fully. I totally agree. Ugh. I, I feel for you. I know that's a hard conversation to have, but I it do is. think... I do think you'll be surprised how much like I think I think productiveness that can come from just like having a straight up conversation like yeah. take her to coffee make sure it's a time that she has someone to watch her kids like it's just so you can be intentional. start with just asking her about her life and checking in with her so like you can kind of get a feel for that um, because that is the difference from having a business and friendship mm-hmm. you can't. Whereas business, like, you could walk into your job and be like, hey, like, I'm being professional. Like, you're not doing your job and, like, whatever. Right. And even, like, with my job, I was so, like, I'm so relational. So I would be so friendly with everyone. And there were some times that that would backfired because yeah. when I had to have a conversation with the teacher where I'm reprimanding them and being like, you're not handling this child in the way they need it was awkward because yeah. there was that like friendship aspect. Yeah. So I think it's just something that You felt that the need creates... to be gentle. Yeah. When I wanted when to go in and be to, like, if we're talking you know just I mean? work. Yeah. I mean, you guys know my mama bear. So think <laughs> about like, I was an advocate for these little kids who couldn't advocate, advocate for themselves. So I had to like find that balance within mm-hmm. my job too. So I think it's just an added complication, but I think it's totally doable and it just takes that extra effort to address emotions before right you get into that no 100 percent. it really is a sticky situation um going into business with yeah. someone you have a relationship with Fully. um it, it's hard and it's something that will never be perfected mm-hmm. and it's something me and taryn will have to work at for the you know foreseeable future it's something that me and my sister have had to work at from the beginning to today yeah and i think just recognizing that it's never going to reach this perfect goal um and that it's gonna 
bend and flow as yeah. life goes. You yeah. know, that's just it is what it is. No, but fully. I love how proactive you're being mm-hmm. throughout this whole thing. This is something you're passionate about and you're you're prioritizing it. And I think that's amazing. Um, a lot of people, I think, would be like, oh, it's too hard. I'm just yeah. going to quit. Um, and I love that you don't have that mentality at all. So I'm really stoked for you and for your podcast. Um, and I think you're going to handle this conversation. Yeah. Perfectly. You're going to nail it. And plot twist. She included a dad joke. Did you see me starting to open yep. my... I'm very excited. Fine. Because I... Just- Save this one for next week. <laughs> she said, also, I have a dad joke. Nice. Why do ducks have feathers? I don't know. To cover their butt quacks. <laughs> butt quack. Quack. <laughs> That's funny. I thought it was cute. You know what word I want to come back? I feel like people should start calling each other buttheads again. You I always think, you say butthead a lot. I think it's so funny. I'll literally, I'll I'll do something like <laughs> dumb to her, like to Taryn. I I could I could I don't know. She's she has an empty cup in her hand. I flip it like yeah. some, something like that. I like I'll do something like that to Taryn, and she'll be like, "You butthead!" Like all the time, <laughs> <It's so funny. laughs> all the time, and it's hilarious. I'm like, "Are we bringing butthead back?" You know what? You know what it was is in New Girl. It's an episode where um, the what's barkeep, her, the barkeep. What's her name? Melissa McCart- McCarthy. Her husband. Her Sorry, husband. Yeah. I, I I forgot his name. I know exactly. But what Nick you're saying. does some. Oh, he like squirts him with water or something. Not, or CC does. CC does. And then he looks at her and he's like, "You butthead!" And yeah. just the way he said it, I was like, "Dude, that word needs to come Guys, back in circulation." Speaking of CC, oh, yeah, I, I sat and had the most like amazing conversation with her the other day um getting a smoothie I didn't even realize it was her I'm a big new girl fan mm-hmm. um w- I was talking to her about her kid who is adorable and just like mad dog staring at me so I felt like I had to address the situation <laughs> um and it wasn't until like halfway through that I recognized her voice because she had a hat on she had sunglasses on I just didn't recognize her um and yeah I it was a it was a cool ah. moment that I had and I loved it I love that yeah it was great anyways Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Yes. Uh, if you guys have a story, send it in. We want it. All the dad jokes, all the tearing it ups. Submit tearing it ups for the tearing it up episode that yep. apparently we're doing. Yep. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's all. We love we you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. 
Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.